Hi, it's Jesse, and this is a shout out to everyone who jumped on JoeFresh.com to get my limited edition matching family collection. It's been selling so fast. The baby romper, the kid set, and the dress are my obsessions for the summer. I am loving seeing them on your kids, and they're so affordable. The toddler dress is $16. That's why I bought 10 and smuggled them back into the U.S. illegally for my friend's kids. I shouldn't have said that on a recorded medium. Anyway, the Jesse Collection is out now in select stores and at JoeFresh.com. Get it before it's gone. Or before I'm gone. To jail. This week on Phone a Friend. Lizzo is cancelled and I have thoughts that could get me cancelled. Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell's flight was cancelled and now they're cancelled too. Beyonce's hot bodyguard is breaking the internet and my soul. And I call a paparazzi on a stakeout and you'll never look at celebrity pictures the same way again. The more intimate they are, the more money you're going to make. If they're kissing, you can add another probably 10000 to that. Make sure you're wearing underpants because the paparazzi is here. Let's stumble out of a nightclub and do this. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Girl, let's phone a friend with Jesse Kritschek. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Phone a Friend. I'm Jesse Cruikshank. I am back from my big family trip. And let me tell you, nothing has been more relaxing and rejuvenating than returning to work. <laughs> Truly, I did four cities with three kids. Sitting at this microphone in this studio is the most peace and quiet I've had in weeks. Okay, this sip... That's the first sip of coffee I've taken sitting. And it didn't even get knocked into my lap. And for the next hour, I get to sit drinking coffee, wearing clean underpants, talking to a grown-up. One of my favorite grown-ups, Jason, my producer. Hello. Hi. Hi. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Did you know you really are one of my favorite grown-ups? I, you know, I hoped I was. Yeah. That's the person you are to me. Welcome home. Thank you. How was the rest of your trip? Oh, thank you for asking. The trip was great. So we ended it in my hometown of Vancouver, as you know, and then we went to Whistler. And like, uh, please, we took the kids to beaches. We swam in oceans. We went to the peak of Whistler Mountain. 
But can I tell you this? Can I admit this? My personal peak might have been when Dua Lipa reposted a video of Rio and Dre singing her hit song, current top 10 song on the Billboard charts, Dance the Night. Watch me. I mean, I'm so into this song. You have mentioned this on the show, too. Yeah. Oh, I love that song. And that video love is this so song. cute. Ugh. So Rio and Dre have, like, listened to me play this song at home in the car. And suddenly we're at my mom's house in Vancouver. And they're, like, doing a puzzle or something. And they just casually start singing it. And they're not just singing it. They're duetting. Rio is on lead vocal. Dre just <laughs> drops in with the backup vocals. So I film it. When my heart breaks, when my world changes, I don't need it. Want me dance? Dance the night away. I mean, it's the best. So I posted it because it's cute. The next morning, I wake up to a barrage of text messages. It's all like, Dua Lipa, caps locks, Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa. And I honestly thought like, oh no, did she die? Because in 2023, that's where my head goes. No, she posted Rio and Dre singing Dance the Night after Mark Ronson, who produced the song, posted them singing it with the caption... His twin brother with the answer vocals, I cannot. No, I'm sorry, I cannot. <laughs> I mean, first of all, I didn't know they were called answer vocals, okay? I, I was I stand corrected. I think I said, like, percussion, and Mark Ronson was like, no, these are answer vocals. I texted you, Jace, at, like, 6 a.m. Yeah. You were my first text. I'm so obsessed with that video, and it got the attention it deserved. It got the attention it deserved. I I will say it did freak me out a bit because I kind of consider my Instagram page a safe place. Like, it's just me and my people. But suddenly 90 million strangers are watching my children sing and, like, Rio's haircut is so fucked up. And if you look closely, and please don't, he is not wearing pants, okay? Like, this was not staged. I just started filming because they were singing and he was in the middle of putting his pajamas on. So, like, the bum is out. Not meant for 90 million people, but I guess you know, that's how the internet works. And yeah. here we are. Want me dance? Mark Ronson, if you are looking for backup vocals, sorry, excuse me, answer vocals on any upcoming tracks, I've got the guys. Da, 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 da. Jace, would you consider yourself my answer vocals on this podcast? Yeah, maybe. Yes, that's what you are. You're the answer vocals. Would they understand what that all means. Like, no. the person who sang that song watched your video? Absolutely not. Okay. We told them because people were excited by it and they were like, what? what? You were filming yeah. us? Like, they weren't even aware. And I will warn the phonies, I feel like Rio and Dre's days on my Instagram page are numbered. Like, we're oh. getting close oh, right. to them just being like, what are you doing? I don't want myself pantsless with a fucked up haircut singing Dance the Night from the Barbie soundtrack <laughs> yeah. on the internet for eternity. Like, yeah. please stop. And like, they are getting a bit old to not consent to it and I it's a whole this is a we should have this conversation another time but like I I, I am starting to feel that like maybe I should pull back you know what I mean yeah I just like sharing the joy with the world yeah 
I will tell you this. This is so embarrassing, but I'm trying to get them in a choir for the fall. And in their application, I wrote Dua Lipa and Mark Ronson <laughs> saw a video of them singing and liked it. Like, this is how you. I tried to get them into a choir in Los Angeles. Like, anyway... Mark Ronson, Dua Lipa, they're here if you need them, okay? Vocal, answer vocals, backup vocals, whatever you want. And unlike Lizzo's backup performers, they won't sue you, I promise, okay? (laughs) You can work them to the bone. You can take them to an Amsterdam strip club. They'll be fine. Uh, We're going to get to that story in a hot minute. And then I'm going to phone a paparazzi. And not just any papa paparazzi. Cesar Pena has been chasing, shooting, filming celebrities for almost 20 years. He took those iconic photos of Jay-Z and Beyonce as they walked out of the elevator post-fight with Solange. I mean, that is history. He is responsible for a piece of history. So he's going to tell me how that went down, how much money he made, who's the best and worst celebrity to photograph. And he did say... He warned us, Jason, he might be on a stakeout during this call. Yeah. A stakeout. <gasps> That's My a weird heart word, is stakeout, racing. But... <laughs> I know. I, I can't wait. I feel like I've, I'm made for a paparazzi yeah. stakeout. I'm actually debating if I should tell you a story that I've never told you or anyone before about oh. paparazzi photos taken of me. It's okay. very embarrassing. Well, you have to now. I know. I mean, we could cut it out. It's like really embarrassing. But uh, okay. I've never told you this, right? About being in Mexico, I, the paparazzi. Okay. No. So one major perk of what I do is that occasionally I will get free things and occasionally those things will be vacations. And I will clarify the trip I was just on, not a paid vacation, squarely (laughs) an expensive trip. But I have been sent on like all expenses paid vacations to resorts. And usually the only expectation is that I'll just post about it while I'm there. And I always do because it's always amazing and I feel so lucky and undeserving. So one resort reached out. This is like maybe seven, eight years ago before I had Rio and Dre. They said, come on an all expenses paid vacation, bring your husband. You don't have to post about it. The only thing you have to do is take a few photos one morning while you're there. We'll provide the photographer. It'll take a couple of hours. That's it. So you say yes, right, Jason? Mm-hmm. Sounds, easy, sounds easy enough. Sounds easy. Off. Perfect. So we get there. The resort is spectacular. It's like five stars. We're having an amazing trip. Morning of the photo session, we meet with the resort manager and the photographer. His name is Jorge. He says, you know what? Let's just start with some photos by the pool. So we go there and they've set up like two chaise longs, as we <laughs> learned from Gwyneth. Two chaise longs with these sort of elaborate fruity cocktails that are like there as props for the both of us. They say, okay, if you could just want to, you know, get into your swimwear and lie down and, and just act natural. So we do. And the manager walks away, but so does the photographer. Like the photographer walks away. He's not on the pool deck. He's nowhere. Jorge is just gone. And I'm sitting there in a bathing suit, like confused, holding this tricolored cocktail. And then Evan and I see him slowly pop up from behind a bush across the pool, like 40 feet away, snapping pictures. And I remember being like, what is happening? And then at some point, the manager pops her head and is like, "Uh, could you please kiss? 
And I was like, what? And she goes, oh, just kiss each other. And if you think I'm confused at this point, Evan is like, (laughs) what the fuck is going on? Like, what did you rope me into? So Evan is like, you know, the photographer can come closer. And the manager says, oh, no, no, it's paparazzi photos. And I said, excuse me? And she said, they have to look like paparazzi photos so we can place them in magazines. And I was like, what? I'm sorry, miss. What magazine wants me and Evan awkwardly kissing, holding like fuzzy navels with our (laughs) fuzzy navels exposed? Like this was a last minute vacation. I was definitely unwaxed. I was confused. But apparently that's how it works. So whenever you see a celebrity photographed by a paparazzi, quote, on vacation, and it says the resort they were at, okay, like Shay Mitchell sunbays at the Sierra del Mar Los Cabos or like Sophia Ritchie honeymoons at Hodges Bay Antigua. That was staged. Wow. Lil Jorge was taking those photos from behind a bush while Shay Mitchell tried to act natural. That is how resorts get like free, you know, organic feeling publicity in exchange for giving celebrities free trips. Huh. Did you know that? Well, you blew the top off that industry. Blew the top (laughs) off. And then Evan and I had to literally take fake paparazzi photos, Jason, for like two hours. They'd be like, run into the water on the beach, laugh, splash. It was the most uncomfortable thing. Like Jorge is hiding behind a boulder in the ocean, okay? Literally, like they had this staged romantic dinner we had to sit at while Jorge peeked out from like, within the fruit platter. It Did was you like any most... of them? Did any of them like kind of look cool? No, it was so embarrassing. I mean, the absolutely the most ridiculous thing Evan and I it, have ever done. Yeah. And we made the choice to have three children. So that really is okay. saying a lot. And I don't know if our photo, I think they made it to like Hello Magazine and like Yahoo.com. Like, I don't know. I hope you can't Google these, but because the shame, the shame is real. More paparazzi secrets will be exposed when I phone a friend. But first, it's been a week. It's been a week. Yeah. Okay, it's about damn time we talk about Lizzo. And if you're wondering why I waited weeks to talk about this, it's uh, honestly, it's because I didn't want it to be true. You know what I mean? Like, you never want to find out someone unique and talented and beloved is a monster. Allegedly. But two weeks ago, three of Lizzo's dancers filed a lawsuit which claims that Lizzo cultivated a hostile work environment that included sexual harassment, racial discrimination, and body shaming. And I don't know what you thought, Jason, but I was like, okay, this this could be a few disgruntled employees looking for a payday. Like, Lizzo denied everything. I wanted to believe her. Uh-huh. And then more people came forward. They said they'd had similar experiences with Lizzo. An Academy Award-nominated documentarian who'd worked briefly on Lizzo's documentary said she quit after two weeks because, quote, I was treated with such disrespect by her, I witnessed how arrogant, self-centered, and unkind she is. Then Lizzo's former creative director came out and said they'd had a similar experience. And this week, the dancers' lawyers said at least six more accusers could be coming forward with their own stories. And then to make things even worse, Beyonce cut Lizzo's name out of Break My Soul, the Queen's remix at her Massachusetts show. Jason, (laughs) this is bad as hell. But I'm ready to talk about it. Because first and foremost, 
Here's how I feel. I always tend to want to believe accusers. It takes real bravery to speak out against anyone with that kind of power, right? Like, they have a lot more to lose than to gain, and clearly, they're not alone in their accusations. I don't want to go through all of the details of the lawsuit, but one that really stood out to me was the claim that while on tour in Amsterdam, Lizzo invited her staff to a strip club where, according to the lawsuit, Lizzo began leading a chant to get one of the dancers to touch one of the performer's breasts. She then made one of her security guards get on stage and whipped him and also surprised her dance team by taking them to a nude cabaret bar when they were in Paris. I mean... Sounds like a fun boss. <laughs> sorry, did I say that out loud? Did I yeah. say that out loud? I'm so sorry. I mean, sounds like harassment. I don't know. I guess I just like, again, please don't cancel me. But I think you got to consider the work environment. You know, you're touring globally with a pop star. I don't know. Did you expect to play Scrabble after the show? Yeah. Is that bad to say? I don't think I, no so. One no one should be forced to do anything they're uncomfortable with. Absolutely. Especially sexually in a workplace environment. But this technically wasn't the workplace. This was a strip club in Amsterdam that they agreed to go to. I don't know. There's two lanes. Like, obviously, any sort of body shaming or racism is completely unacceptable and yes. should not come with any work environment. But, you know, on the other hand, going to an Amsterdam bar where you know there will be nudity it's like it's amsterdam or it's cabaret or whatever like that yes. is well i don't what's the complaint there i don't know just like I... don't don't go don't when you're in a nightclub in amsterdam what do you expect i don't know i know so there's like... some of the complaints that i just find are are maybe a reach or i don't it's know it's a reach it, but and there's also that we, we we should acknowledge that there's a major power dynamic at play here right this is a boss who is also a celebrity and these are her employees right? I've had male bosses who have made me sexually uncomfortable in the office. And this is a version of that, but it's in the red light district. Like, is it harassment or does it, does it come with the territory? And then, yes, let's address the other claims because I, I, I often think that it is fascinating and sort of relatable when someone gets accused publicly of toxic behavior Because we've all had a colleague who's been the worst, right? But we just watch them continue to succeed and we put our head down and they thrive and we hope that someone will call them out. But usually nobody ever does, right? Like I have worked with a couple of people who are monsters and continue to succeed. And I'm not going to be the one to say anything about it. But if someone else did, I would be right there watching the ship go down, you know? And this feels like that for Lizzo. Like, people are coming out of the woodwork. And the strip club behavior is one thing, but being an asshole to the people who work for you, who twerk for you in 2023, is not okay. No. Truth hurts, Lizzo. Truth hurts. On the bright side, at her most recent show in Atlanta, Beyonce brought the Lizzo shout-out back to the Break My Soul remix and added an I love you Lizzo. Listen to this fan's video. I'm with that fan like, okay. That was a hard turn from Beyonce. Probably, I'm going to assume, due to a panicked call from Lizzo, but it worked. And if Beyonce is back on board, maybe we'll all be eventually. You know why? Because the music is good. 
And if the case gets dismissed and the bangers are hot, we as a culture will find a way to squeeze Lizzo back into our playlists alongside Michael Jackson and pretend this never happened. What's next? What's next? Ooh, I love a seamless transition. And here we are with a seamless transition to Beyonce, specifically Beyonce's hot bodyguard. Driver, roll up the partition. It's time for Calling All Thirsty Moms. Calling All Thirsty Moms. A concert goer at Beyonce's Renaissance Tour stop in Washington, D.C. thought she was posting great videos of Beyonce, but the only thing the internet noticed was Beyonce's bodyguard standing in the foreground. If you haven't seen the viral video, let me put on my silver cowboy boots and nothing else to describe it. Cue music. Beyonce is dancing on stage while a hot, bronzed, thick, with a Q-U-E bodyguard stands in front of her. And let me tell you, it should cost a billion to look that good. He's got gray stubble and salt and pepper hair, making me think he could be age appropriate for me, but I'd like to be age inappropriate with him. He has clavicle muscles puffing through his black open shirt and earpieces plugging both ear holes as he stands stage side with a furrowed brow. When Bay sings everybody on mute and the crowd goes silent, he laughs and smiles at the audience with a dimple that could result in pregnancy. The Beehive has since uncovered that Hot Bodyguard is also a professional bodybuilder with many shirtless professional bodybuilding photos on Instagram. I'm going to need to put plastic on the sofa just from scrolling. <laughs> so thank you, Hot Babe Bodyguard, for guarding our queen so she can fuck up the night. I'm also in the mood to fuck something up, and that something is you. For anyone looking to do additional research on this segment, the official Instagram page is at James underscore Plaza underscore Physique. <laughs> we like to provide an appendix here. Excuse me, an appendix. This has been Calling All Thirsty Moms. Calling All Thirsty Moms. What's next? What's next? Okay, so Jason, when I was flying to Vancouver with three kids, our flight was delayed by five hours, and they lost our luggage. Bye! But actually, that meant that Rio got to go choose pajamas from his cousin Isla, who's like was the closest in size to him. And so Rio just coming out in like pink unicorn pajamas and living his best life as the fashion icon he is. It was actually one of the highlights of the trip. But Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell had it worse. When they were flying home with their two daughters from Boston, their flight was delayed and then canceled and then pushed to the next day. So they were forced to sleep in the airport for part of the night because they said all the hotels in the greater Boston area were booked. They documented it all on Instagram. Dax Shepard posted a video lying on the airport floor with a neck pillow. Listen to this. How much money have you spent on blankets and neck pillows? $350, but then you went and you spent a little bit more. $253 for for bed sheets. Oh my god, okay, so we're at $600. Could have been a really nice hotel, but they're all taken. $600 a night to stay at Boston International. Stars, they're just like us, right? No, no, wrong. The backlash was immediate. 
People were furious in the comments. They said, like, you're lying. How could all the hotels be booked? It's because you're too good for the hotels that were available. Who spent $600 on pillows for one night when there is a homelessness crisis? I mean, whatever could be criticized about this banal post at the airport was criticized. And Dax and Kristen addressed it this week on his Armchair Expert podcast. They said... That actually, yes, all hotels were booked because of all the flight cancellations. And when it came to the online backlash, they said this. I was confused when I saw these really angry comments on my post because I can't figure out what makes someone mad about that story. But here's the thing. You're treating everyone as though they have the emotional and intellectual capacity that you have or that your circle of friends. You just have to ignore them because they're not on your level. People suffer from outrage addiction. Outrage addiction. Jason, I mean, I I don't know if this is a term that's existed or if like Kristen Bell just came up with it because she's a queen, but yes, Right? It like hits the nail on the head. Nail on the head. We finally have a name for this problematic cultural need to find something to be angry at at all times on the internet, especially when a celebrity is involved, right? Like, Jay, give me three totally normal things someone might post, and I'll give you a response that would be an example of outrage addiction. Like anything you can think of. Okay. Uh, Typical um, Monday morning gym selfie. While the working class... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> While the working class is headed to jobs, you're going to the gym. Talk about being out of touch. Hashtag left wing liberal. It's so true. Right? Um, okay, give one, me another one. one. Um, Thank you so okay. much. Thank you. How about just uh, your children on the swing set at the park? Do you know how dangerous that is to photograph your children unsupervised? They could fall off that swing and shatter every bone in their body. My cousin is still on life support because of a swing-related accident. Hashtag bad mom. I love this segment. You're killing me. <laughs> Literally, someone someone on the internet, someone on the internet when my kids were like one and a half, shamed me for going down a slide with my child in my lap. And they said that they could break their bones in like yeah, seven places. And I haven't gone down a slide with my child on my lap since. And I think about this often. Romy is always like, mommy, slide? And I'm like, you got to go by yourself. I got, someone once told me that I could break your leg in seven places. Like it really gets to me. Okay, give me another one. Wow. Um, um, okay. <laughs> okay, you post a photo of your latte that has your face imprinted in the foam. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Ever heard of black coffee? This is elitist at its finest. I bet that artist, and by the way, it is art, was underpaid for their <laughs> skill set. Also, you look fat and ugly on that latte. <laughs> I could do this all day. And you know what? It's kind of fun. I'm surging. You're really good at it. <laughs> I'm surging. I'm you've surging. you've gotten all of, every single one of these comments. I've gotten every single one of these comments, but I've never had latte art of my face made. And honestly, that's a dream for me. It is a dream. Do you want to know what I have gotten, though? One time somebody came at me. This is kind of recently because I didn't post a blue square in solidarity with the Jewish people. You remember when squares were hot? We were posting black squares. We were posting blue squares. Someone literally came at me and wrote, how dare you stay silent when anti-Semitism is at an all-time high? Shame on you for not using your platform to speak up for the Jewish people. 
I was like, honey, I am the Jewish people. I'm half Jewish. I don't need to post a blue square on my Instagram page to show solidarity with myself. And this like blonde girl named literally Ashley Fitzgerald, okay, not Jewish, was like, oops, sorry, good luck with the anti-Semitism. And then like went off to yell at someone else for not posting a blue square on their social media application. Like people lead with blind rage on the internet Everyone is doing everything wrong, and they think it's their job to publicly shame strangers for what they're doing wrong. And I'm glad we now have a name for it. So next time you see it or you experience it yourself, you can think, hmm, you know what? That poor person suffers from outrage addiction. I hope they get help. So thanks, Kristen and Dax, you elitist pieces of trash. What's next? What's next? Moving right along, I want to talk about 16-year-old rapper and social media star Lil Tay. Don't worry, I'd never heard of her either until this past weekend when my feed was flooded with headlines about her death. This was very sad. There was a post on her Instagram account. It said she and her older brother had suddenly passed away. But before you say a little prayer... In a surprise twist, just two days after her death, Lil Tay contacted TMZ herself to say she was still alive. She rose from the dead like Jesus, except this was two days instead of three. (laughs) That's a half Christian side of me who knew that. (laughs) At first, I thought, what the actual Lil fuck? And then I thought, who is this Lil person and why does she have four million followers? So I did a deep dive, phonies, so you wouldn't have to. Deep dive so you don't have to. And what I found was a little shocking, okay? And yes, I'm going to see how many times I can do that before it's annoying. (laughs) Oh, sorry, it's annoying already? Okay, got it. Okay, so she was a rapper. Sorry, is a rapper. She's still alive. I'm still trying to wrap my head around all of it. One of her lyrics, I've I've listened to the music, Jason. Okay. One of her lyrics is, write them bitches off like an essay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, she's 16. She's a child. She's from Vancouver. She rose to internet fame a few years ago by claiming to be, quote, the youngest flexor of the century. And by flexor, I guess she means bragging about her new whips. Do we still say whips? I don't know. Listen to this. Lil Tay out here balling in the IA. I dropped 200 racks on this car, and I'm only nine years old. I got the keys to this car. Oh, my God. (laughs) Charming. Adorable. (laughs) When I was nine years old growing up in Vancouver, I got the keys to a new skip it. (laughs) Also, if anyone can tell me what the IA is and what racks are, my DMs are open. Jason, any ideas? Yeah, where did racks come from? I dropped 200 racks on this car. (laughs) This is what I'm worried about. This is what my children could become if I continue to post videos of them on the internet that 90 million people see. I'm out here falling in the IA. Wait, there's more. (laughs) You already know what it is. Lil Tay just got a brand new Jaguar. This car cost me 130,000. No grown ass man hating on me, but that ain't changing nothing. I still gonna be rich. I'm the youngest flex of the century, bitch. And I'm only nine years old. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I think I have to follow her now. Uh, yeah. And I thought Gwyneth Paltrow was a flexor with her guest house. She's got nothing on Lil Tay, bitch. 
Also, I'm I'm terrified of this nine-year-old. Me too. <laughs> I'm, ter- I'm absolutely afraid. Uh, back to the story. So people suspected that she created this death hoax herself as an attempt to get back into the spotlight after a few years off because she was presumed dead for like two days. Like, why would you let that go on? But Meta, okay, God bless Mark Zuckerberg, confirmed that her account was in fact hacked and she wasn't to blame. So there you go. Y'all grown ass men, don't be hating on her. Will Tay is alive, <laughs> and my brain cells are not. But hey, I did a deep dive so you don't have to. Deep dive so you don't have to. What's next, Flexers? What's next? <laughs> Ooh, oh, I'm so excited. You know that iconic paparazzi shot of Leonardo DiCaprio levitating above the ocean next to a yacht in Ibiza, Jason? Yeah. Wait, With yeah. like the helmet on and the boots? Oh, yeah. I feel that level of elation about this call. Okay, inside I am levitating in the waters of Ibiza too. Because for the first time ever, we've been wanting to do this since we started this show. Mm-hmm. I get to call a paparazzi and ask him everything. Because the papa paparazzi is polarizing. It's polarizing on the one hand, It would never not be strange to have a strange man following your family around, making money off of photos that he takes of you. On the other hand, if those photographers didn't take those photos, celebrity culture would not be what it is. We wouldn't have any celebrity stories to talk about on this podcast, and I wouldn't know what Jessica Alba is wearing to Whole Foods. (laughs) So I tracked down a New York City celebrity photographer to get his take. Let's phone a friend. Girl... Let's phone a friend. I am phoning Cesar Pena, who's known as the positive paparazzi because he's respectful of the celebrities he encounters and they seem to love him for it. He's been working as a paparazzi for over 18 years. He's shot pictures of every celebrity you can name. I have so many questions for him, but mostly if he's ever come face to face with Beyonce's new hot bodyguard. Oh, oh God. Okay. Here he is. Here he is. Jason, focus. He's answering. Hello? Caesar? What's going on, Jesse? Oh, hello. <laughs> I am so happy to talk to you. Thank you for taking my call. Anytime, anytime. Couldn't wait to hear from you. I couldn't wait to hear from you. I have been trying to talk to somebody in your line of work for so long. And when I found you, I was so excited that you were willing to talk to me. I'm always willing. I got nothing to hide. Yes. Okay, good. Because I want you to name names today, Caesar. Do you understand? We're going there, okay? (laughs) Okay, we're going there. We're going there. And I do imagine that the summertime is particularly busy in New York City where you work. Are you on a stakeout right now? Are you parked outside of the Olsen Twins apartment? trying to catch a shot of that new secret baby anything that's top story in new york city i'll be there okay so when you say there like let's go there so ashley olsen it was just revealed she had a baby nobody knew she was expecting she lives in new york city i'm sure you know where she lives so how do you go there how do you try to get that shot the way i'll go about trying to get the first shots i usually go for a stakeout and just pretty much wait it out you know sometimes i can wait up to like 24 hours to see if the husband is there or Ashley comes out, even without the baby, you know. Yes. It's time consuming, but it's worth it at the end. Oh, my God. Okay. I want to know why it's worth it, how worth it it is. We are going to dive deep. But that's something that you would be doing, like, next. Like, you might go there after this call. Absolutely. I actually have somebody waiting over there <gasps> as we speak. 
my God. I have, okay, okay. I have so many questions for you. First of all, when you started in the early 2000s, that was peak paparazzi culture. That was Paris and Lindsay stumbling out of clubs and Britney shaving her head. What was the highest price for a photo you could have been paid at that time? Think about this. It, it was no social media. At the time, if you wanted to know anything about your favorite celebrities, it was through Entertainment Tonight or something like that, you know? Right. Um, and all that is staged. So people really wanted to see the realness with the celebrities. So our lands were the only way you you're, you had access to any celebrity that you wanted to see. But now with social media, you can have access all the time with the, you know your favorite celebrities. Right. So at that time, what was like the photo that you were going for? What would be like the pinnacle of paparazzi photos in terms of who, what, how much money you could make? Paris Hilton was one of the biggest money makers at the time. I mean, she could sneeze and you'll make like $5,000, $2,500. Like, like it was it was that serious with her. Like back in the day, it was crazy. Oh my God. Britney Spears. I mean, people retired off of Britney Spears money. Stop. Yes. Stop. There's probably 5 to 10% of the guys that actually work Britney Spears that's still doing this business. A lot of those people were making $500,000, $600,000 a year off of Britney Spears. It's, I'm just, <laughs> I, can't, I can't, that is unreal. Okay, so unreal. that said, you told me you're going to go there, Caesar. What is the highest you've been paid for a photo? One of my highest paid jobs I've done in this business was high six figures. So wow. I don't know if you remember, I, you're going to remember because I know you're up on the, all the pop okay. culture stuff. Okay, hit me, hit <laughs> So me. you're going to remember it. So Jay-Z, Beyonce, Solange coming off the elevator, Solange Stop. beating up Jay-Z. Yeah. And I, I got the first video coming off the elevator. No, At you the did time not. I didn't know. I did. I had exclusive <gasps> first video, first pictures of them coming off the elevator. And everything after the elevator, you know, they had a video of them, you know, doing all, all the what they were doing on that elevator. And then Everything after that was all me and my partner at the time. And we made six figures off of that. Wasn't he like holding his face? Didn't Jay-Z look like, like it, I remember that post elevator shot. I was mad. Jay-Z at the time knew who we were. So uh -huh. he used to give us shots all the time and him holding his face. I'm like, what is he trying to block his face? What's going on here? <gasps> so when he, uh, we didn't know. Right. You had no idea. No clue. Right. No clue. And now we both know, Caesar. sometimes shit goes down when there's a billion dollars on an elevator. Exactly. Exactly. But you thought you just got a shot of Beyonce, Solange, and like a weird shot of Jay-Z holding his face. Absolutely. And then they got an opposite, you know, different car. So Beyonce got in the car with right. Solange and Jay-Z. He jumped in a Tesla. So I was like, I'd never seen him in a Tesla before. So I, I was like, that's weird as well. But... At the time, I didn't think of none of that. I, I just I just thought, okay, they're going to separate cars. Jay-Z's holding his face. He's probably not feeling it that night. So it's whatever. You know, I, we got the good shots of them coming out. Sure. We're going to sell that. We're going to sell that. That probably would have went for $500 to $600 at the time. Okay. Um, about two days later, my sales rep calls me up and uh -huh. was like, um, Caesar, were you guys the only one to shoot Jay-Z and Beyonce with salons coming out of the hotel? And I was like, 
there was a couple of paparazzis there, but they shot side angles. So we're the only ones that center mass the shots coming out of the hotel. And they were like, Caesar, everybody in the world want that video and pictures. You'll oh. see your sales just go crazy. And it literally went crazy. I'm talking about probably 15 to 20 pages worth of just sales. Oh. Just constant. Bing, bing, bing. So it's like equivalent to a slot machine when you hit the slot. Oh and it was my like, God. Bing, bing, bing. that's how it was. That's oh, how it was. Real. And, yep. and, yep. and so, so you said you have a sales rep. So when you take a photo, how do you get paid for that? You put it up on a site and then everybody, like, can you just explain that to me? So the breakdown is this. So if I shoot like right now, I'm going to throw it in the universe. Okay. I just shot at Axley Olsen. With you the just baby. got the first. Just got the first shots. Yeah. Just got it. So I'll upload it to um, the company's name is Splash. Splash uh-huh. News. Right. Yes. So that, they're my um, agency. So yeah. we have an agency. I'll upload it to them. I'll make a phone call. I'll tell them, you know, the exclusivity of the uh, pictures and video. Yeah. And they'll, they'll hold it. And once they hold it, they'll go to the highest bidders. They'll set the stage, right? They'll put the pictures and video up and they'll say, okay, whoever wants it, highest bidder. And sometimes that thing could rev up to uh, about probably like twenty, thirty thousand dollars probably for that shot. Oh my god! And then the more people want to use it, the more people purchase it. Okay. Let's say page six yes. won the bid for twenty five thousand. Right uh-huh. after they win the bid, it comes with like twelve hours because of the exclusivity. Twelve hours. They're the only ones in the world yes. that can use it for twelve hours. Uh. After the twelve hours. Then you, you know the prices start going down, like two thousand, three thousand. But everybody can use it after that, Got after the it. twelve hours. Got it. So technically, if somebody wanted to post that picture today for like a throwback story, you would still get paid for it. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow, uh, you're getting better residuals than these SAG actors. I'll tell you that much. Woo. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Have the payouts changed over the years in terms of the big shots? Like, what is the average payday for a photo now versus people retiring off of Britney? Oh my God, it's sense. It's sense. Really? I mean, once social, yeah, once social media came in, I mean, it, it did a number to our business. Um, you know, you got to really think outside the box to make any kind of money nowadays. Yeah, because if you see a lot of like, let's say the Daily Mail. If you see uh, going on the Daily Mail, they use a lot of Instagram photos and videos, mm-hmm. and that's free for them. So that's all revenue. You right. know, that's all ads for them. So they don't have to pay us no more. It takes more work to make more money now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, back in the day, I, I'm talking like anybody could come out of the building and you'll make $2,000, $3,000. Now that's not the case at it's- all. Right. It's not like the wild, wild west anymore where like a Lindsay Lohan vagina shot is going to make you rich. Yeah. And speaking of which, you don't take those shots, right? You call yourself a positive paparazzi. What does that mean? So positive paparazzi, I I work with a lot of celebrities um, because they see my work throughout the years. And I mean, I turned down so many shots. I'm talking drunk shots. I'm talking about, you know, crotch shots that, you know, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, sometimes, you know, a dress slip, right? And I'm still videotaping. Yeah. So I have to edit. I usually edit it out before then, but they'll be like, Caesar, I know, I know you're going to edit that, right? Like right. they'll look at me and they'll be like, you're going to edit that, right? And I'm like, of course, you know, ah. you, know you gotta, you know, asking me, you know, so 
I've been doing that for a long period of time. And, you know, you get the smile side of the celebrities. You know, you get that you get that look like, oh, it's Caesar. So I'm going to give you the shot, you know. So I, I, I've i been, you know, uh, I, I've got a lot of exclusive shots that way. You know, Justin Bieber, first ring shots. You know, he saw it was just me and my partner. He's like, you know what? I'm going to give you the shot, Caesar, you know. And they came out the building and they and they gave me the ring shot. You With know, the they gave us the shot. With the engagement ring, wow. yeah, that went for that went for a nice, you know, fifteen to seventeen thousand dollars right there, and wow. just because of uh, you know our relationship. Because you do have a lot of relationships with celebrities; they seem to love you. They're always in all your videos. They're saying hi, Caesar. What's up, Caesar? <laughs> like you know them, you know their family. That's yep. part of the game. That's part of my game, but yeah. it's, it's just it's just the way I wanted, you know, people to treat me if I was in their shoes, you know, mm. and I, I, and that's the way I attack my business. You know, it's such a negative business. You know, most of the people, you know, in my business, they, they don't care. I mean, they'll, they'll, you know, you fall on the floor. That's, that's big, a big shot for them. You smiling, you not smiling. They, they don't care. You know, right. me, I, I, I took it upon myself to go down the path of just treating people the way I want to be treated, you know, and, and staying positive, you know, and, and, and getting that smile out of the celebrities. Yeah. What do you think about, because obviously you, you said like a lot of, you know, there, there is this idea that a lot of paparazzi are sleazy. They're invading celebrities' privacy. Do you feel like paparazzi are misunderstood or do you think that there are some who are still that way? I mean, there, there's some that that's still that way, but yeah. you know, I, I feel like, I feel like I set the precedence of just doing it the right way. And, and, you know, a lot of the paparazzis nowadays look up to me. So a lot of them change their ways, but you still have those that's, you know, stuck to their ways and they do their job the way they see fit. Yeah. And I, I just, you know, I, I, of course, you know, I, 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 I kind of shun them away from what I do. Mm. Um, but it's, it, it's part of the business, you know, I, I you know, even with celebrities, you know, like some celebrities are, are not nice, you know, and, and you know, I, I look at them and I just, you know, I don't want to cover them. You know, mm-hmm. some celebrities, they, you know, they, they do, just don't want to be shot. So I, you know, I totally avoid that. OK, let's go there because you have photographed so many celebrities. I have so many questions about them. But, you know, you have Ashley Olsen's new baby to shoot. So I don't want to keep you all day. I want to make you answer these as quickly as possible. I am calling this Celebrity Snapid Fire. Celebrity Snapid Fire. Get it? Let's go. Okay, let's go. Let's go. As fast as you can. Tell me Got this. It. Which celebrity is the hardest to work with? Ooh, Beyonce. Oh, why? She just does not want to be seen nowadays. It, ah. She's probably one of the toughest shots at the moment right now to get. Who is the rudest? Who is swearing at you, slamming car doors in your face? Alec Baldwin. <gasps> oh, well, he's he's been through some things. Yeah. Has a celebrity ever absolutely lost it on you? Let me tell you something. I'm 6 to 200 and uh, I lost weight. So at the time, <laughs> 275 pounds. Uh-huh. I most of most of celebrities kind of stay away. That's <laughs> fair. Know? That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Has anyone ever asked you to delete a photo? Absolutely, Travis Scott. Oh, and did you? I actually did because I know people from his camp, and they was like, "Caesar, please, you know, um, can you delete that?" And you know what's funny? Travis Scott has this kind of image he has yeah. to keep. Yeah. And he, he's very like stern, and yeah. I, the 
the video was him smiling and having a good time, and he wanted oh, me to delete that. My God, <laughs> I felt like was he out with someone it. he shouldn't have been? Was he with his kids? No. no, he was smiling, smiling, having a good time. Wow, yeah, G- no, giggling. That's giggling is like, not on brand no. for Travis Scott. No. no, wow. Okay, which celebrity has changed the most over the years? I'll say Rihanna. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because of the motherhood, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, she was very playful at first. Um, she's more serious now. Ah. But when she sees me, she still looks at me like a little brother. So she gives me, you know, she gives me the big smile and everything still. Oh, <laughs> and I mean, please, a Rihanna pregnant fashion photo? That's got to make you some bank in 2023. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's up there on my list. That's like, absolutely. Yeah, when she's wearing lingerie and nothing but a belly, like, you got to get that shot. And for you to know, maybe, possibly, she gave birth already? What? Maybe. (gasps) Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It feels like she's been pregnant for seven years. I mean, the Super Bowl yes. feels like it was literally years ago. So I, I buy this information, Caesar. Yes, I appreciate yes, it. Yes. Okay, we've really no derailed our rapid fire. Do celebrity Sorry. bodyguards hate you? Not at all. Not at all. Oh. Me personally, I, I have a lot of great relationships with uh, celebrity bodyguards. That's what makes my job easier as well. Love that. Um, do you have you met Beyonce's hot new Renaissance bodyguard yet? No. Okay. No, scratch that. Never mind. Okay. Which celebrity makes you starstruck? Caesar? Anyone? Beyonce still? I I was supposed to get so many photos with her. She's probably one of the only celebrities that covers so much that I don't have a photo with her. But Beyonce, I still get a little starstruck with Beyonce. I mean, that's Illuminati shit. I'd be starstruck too. (laughs) And and that's how you play Celebrity Snap It Fire. Celebrity Snap It Fire. (laughs) No, I can't have you doing your own air horn sound effect. (laughs) Absolutely not. Okay, so now I have follow-ups. Are there any celebrities who will call you and ask you to take their photo? It's rare, but a few times um, I had Ariana Grande, you know, um, call me up. And just because, you know, we we built a great relationship Mm. and she trusts my eye and she trusts the fact that I'm going to do good by her, you know, so... She called me a few times and, you know, we got the shots that we got of her. Yeah. She's really happy with it. That's interesting because I just heard that, like, Kim Kardashian has someone like paparazzi that she works with. She'll have them actually send her photos that she'll approve before they sell them. Have you heard that? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, I had to do that a couple of times with Kim as well. But she definitely has her own paparazzi that her go to paparazzi in our industry. We call her a paparazzi. So, so she's kind of like. She has the same kind of percentage I have as a paparazzi with different agencies. Um, a little higher, you know, what usually you I'm at 70%. What do you so mean? So I'm at 70%. Yeah. I get 70% of, of revenue. She get about 80, 80% revenue does? On, on, on her own shots. Yes. Wait, what? What do you mean? She takes them herself? No. So she has a photographer with her and she's, uh, the photographer sends it in, but she, had, she gets 80% of revenue. Off of her that, own photographs? Absolutely. It doesn't happen every single time that yeah. you see the photos out there, but <gasps> when you see solo like solo shots and kind of exclusive shots of her, she gets a large percentage of those shots. Absolutely. Uh, it goes to her pockets. 
I had no idea. Wow. And, and she's a boss like, of all bosses. She's the boss. She's making money the off boss. of everything. 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 Do you, do you, I, I know you had a, like sort of an agreement with Gigi Hadid. Is that true? Is that kind of like the Justin Bieber situation? She'll give you shots. So the deal with Gigi Hadid, um, we never shoot her with her baby, right? Uh-huh. Um, she spoke to me and my partner and she just literally was like, listen, I'll give you all the shots you want. Like literally I'll go inside my house, drop the baby off, come right out. And we'll, we can take all the shots you want. Just never shoot me with my baby. Wow. And I'm like, I'm a father of two. So I understood. And she wanted to know more about my babies. And and we we actually got a, a great bond off of that. Just us talking about that. Wow. And we know now, anytime she's with a baby, she even introduced the baby to me. She's like, look, at this is the good paparazzi. Look at it. You know, and then we just said, said hi. She gave me a little high five, the little one. But that's the way we work. You know, you you want to have these kind of relationships because there's certain times that she's wearing something that's super valuable. Mm-hmm. And guess what? She's going to come out. She's like, Caesar, you're here. All right. I- I'm going to give you this shot. You know, yes. and that's happened time and time again as well. And that's, a, I think, a misconception, too, about paparazzi that celebrities don't want you to take their pictures. You are a vital part of that celebrity ecosystem, right? A lot of celebrities love the fact that we take their photos. Because guess what? They're going to have that million-dollar day with, let's say, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Mm. and a lot of these companies because they want to see them walking in the streets wearing their stuff because now they see visually they look really good in their stuff. Prime example, Katie Holmes. A long time, she didn't have work, and we took pictures of her for years after years. And guess what? She was getting brand deals she was getting uh, so many clothing deals and i mean the list goes on and on yeah it was definitely due for it was us it was us that literally kind of pulled that i remember when the katie holmes new york shot was like the shot to get the shot to get and wow. she was making millions off those shots millions off of brand deals off of modeling gigs and she's not a model, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. but they see her wearing the, you know, the the big baggy jeans, the yes, clothing. Yes, I you remember. Know, the, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. So, if you aren't getting called by the celebrity, how do you know where someone is, where they're going to be out? Like, are you getting tips from hostesses, doormen, flight attendants? Like, who helps you out? So I branded myself for a long time as being positive and yeah. doing my job very well. So, yes. and, and that's not only towards the celebrities, right? It's the doorman, it's the drivers, and mm. it's their their right hand man, it's their handlers. Yeah, I mean dog walkers. I mean, I mean the list goes on and on. Even security guards, you know, a few security guards call me up too, you know, because you know they see that they want their clients to be out there, and not only their clients, they want to be put out there. Yeah. They want to be pictured next yeah. to the celebrities because guess what? That's, they get contracts with other celebrities. Right. So everything goes hand in hand out here, you know? Yeah. It all feeds into the same ecosystem. That's It's so Absolutely. true. How has paparazzi work changed in 2023? Like, I'm exhausted trying to keep up with who's famous. I read a list a couple of weeks ago on this podcast of the top 10 most famous Gen Z singers. I didn't know a single one of them. How do you know <laughs> who's like popping off on TikTok or who to photograph? 
Let's see, I'm 45 years old, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not knowing none of these people either. So what works for me, though, my photographer is 22 years old. Oh, right? helpful. Yes. So helpful. So helpful. And, and, and he rejuvenates, you know, this love for uh, for this game, you know, yeah. that I've been playing for 18 years. Is there anyone that you're like, enough already? Like, Haley Bieber, I've seen your belly button seven <laughs> times this week. Is there anyone that you're like, we're good? Um, I can't say. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'm going to keep that under okay, wraps. But there okay. are some. There are some out there that I'm like, all right, enough is enough, you know. Enough but I can't, I, yeah, like go home, you know. Yeah. But but I can't say who they are. I can't. No, I, you're I a positive can't. paparazzi. <laughs> I'm positive paparazzi. You're not up there hiding in the bushes when Katy Perry is on vacation, photographing Orlando Bloom naked on a paddleboard. Not that I've looked at those shots. <laughs> how many times, Jesse? How many times? <laughs> that it's on my most recent Google history. Never. I would never. That's a good. Caesar, before I let you go stake out the newborn Olsen, I want to get a little. Hold on, hold on. I, I, I'm I sorry. Wanna, oh, please. Yeah, you got it. No, he's getting a call. He's getting a call. I am back. He's back. They're just giving me the update. They said nothing to see yet. So they just wanted to just keep me informed. Oh, my uh, God. What's going on? But yeah, if they, real see, time. if they see that baby come out, you got to hang up on this phone call and get your ass over there, okay? Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm gotta go. I gotta okay. go. We're gonna okay. have to do a to be continued. <laughs> Caesar, I love this. I am on the stakeout with you. I'm like, uh, this you is. You are here with me. Oh, thrilling! Here with me. <laughs> now I'm hoping that Ashley brings that baby home in the midst of this game, so that I can be, absolutely. you know, a part of that. Friends, yes, absolutely, yes. absolutely. Okay. All right, I want to tap into your vast encyclopedic knowledge of celebrities for a game I am calling most likely to. Most likely to. So I'm going to name some scenarios, Caesar, based on your first-hand celebrity interactions. You tell me who is most likely to. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. This is 18 years of experience. It all comes down to this game. <gasps> who is most likely to stop for a photo with a fan? Ariana Grande. Mm, be rude to a fan. Um, Alec Baldwin. Ooh, tell you to fuck off. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Give you a high five. Rihanna. Oh, take public transit. Uh, Ed Sheeran. Oh, uh, buy you a coffee. Buy me a coffee. Um, Ariana Grande. My God. Hey, footnote. What do you think of her scandalous divorce and hooking up with SpongeBob SquarePants? Ooh. Um, <laughs> it's her life. She's living it. She's a queen. She's a queen. Hey, how much would the first paparazzi photos of her and SpongeBob be worth? Estimate. Ooh, 20, 20,000. 20, okay. 20, 20 grand. Yep. You got to get on that especially, too, Caesar. Especially if they're, you know, kissing. The more intimate they are, the more money you're going to make. So if they're holding hands, boom, you could, you could 10,000, right? Right. If they're kissing, you could add another probably 10,000 to that, right? So... More affectionate <laughs> shots, uh, especially the first ones, they go for astronomical uh, amount of money. Absolutely. I mean, get that Olsen baby, get that SpongeBob kiss. You got to get that, Caesar. Let me tell you something. If, if, if she sees me, she's going to be like, Caesar, and I, I'm going to have to put my camera away. I mean, our relationship is way bigger than 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 that shot. Mm, 
you are so different than what people think about a quote unquote paparazzi, which is why I'm so happy to talk to you again. We suck at rapid fire. We really derailed. That. Okay, we're going to get back on. We're going to get back on. Okay, who is most likely to stumble out of a nightclub at 5 a.m.? Um, at the moment right now, I will say maybe maybe Ed Sheeran, but you'll never see it. Oh, you'll never okay. see that shot because again, he's one of my favorites. Okay. So people say that I look like Ed Sheeran without makeup. <laughs> so if you ever want me to just pose as him, no one would know. All right, who's most likely to sneak out the back door of the plastic surgeon's office? Ooh, I'll throw in there Christina Aguilera. Last but not least, who's most likely to be out with a different romantic partner every time you see them? Um, I would throw in Dua Lipa. Uh, yes. Dua. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, all right. She's having a good time. Having a good time. She's with some older Frenchman right now. <laughs> she was with the Hadid. She recently um, reposted my children singing her song, No Big Deal, Ooh. Caesar. So we love, we love Dua Lipa. I, I love Dua Lipa. And that's how you play... Most likely to. Most likely to. I don't just love Dua Lipa. I love Caesar. Oh, Jesse. I love you too, Jesse. Caesar Pena. You know, we're family now. We're family. That's it. We're no, well, now we are. That's you've it. shared your most intimate secrets. You've allowed me to sort of go on a stakeout with you. So I feel that we are connected for life. That's it. It's over. And, you know, whenever I'm in New York City, I'm going to let you take all the photographs you want of me. You can shoot my, my skirt. You can shoot my kids. Whatever you need, Caesar, you got it. When you come to New York, you're going to do an official ride along with 247 Paps. Oh! <gasps> That's all I want in life. That's all I want in life. I'm literally going to book my ticket tomorrow just to make this happen. Caesar, Caesar is a fun follow on Instagram phonies. Follow him at 247 Paps Official. Thank you so much. The positive paparazzi. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you so much. Caesar, if you ever take my photo, it could get you at least five Canadian dollars. So good luck getting that one. Good luck with the Ashley Olsen baby shot. I'll keep you open. And go get those six figures. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha, Jesse. Thank you so much, Jesse. Okay. Thank you, Caesar. Bye. Bye. Caesar Pena, the positive paparazzi who I will go on a ride along with, yeah. okay? That's actually cool. my dream vacation, right, Jace? You come with me. Please. I don't need to pose for paparazzi shots poolside in Cabo. I need to sit in the back of a stakeout vehicle taking paparazzi shots in New York City. <sighs> Let's make that happen. Thank you, Caesar. And Caesar did want me to clarify that he's not looking to shoot Ashley Olsen's baby, okay? He's not trying to get, like, the first face pics of a newborn. He's really respectful about shooting people's kids. He just wants a shot of the parents returning from the hospital or taking the baby in a stroller out for a walk. Like, that is the shot he wants to get and to sell because he's the positive paparazzi, you know? Love that. Love him. After the break, I have important breaking updates. Kiki Palmer, Jeremy Allen White, Drake, and Gwyneth updates. Plus, I check my voicemail. Next. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. We're back. And Ashley Olsen's baby still has not been photographed at the time of this recording. So let's check my voicemail. Check, check, check your voicemail. Hey, Jesse, it's Kendra calling from Edmonton, Alberta. First of all, I want to say I love you and I'm living for this podcast. I was just listening to the one with Sean Desmond. And I have to admit, I honestly didn't know that he was saying T.O. as in Toronto. I thought he was saying we're going to party in the T.O. And I never understood what that was. So I just want to say thank you for both you and Sean confirming that it is, in fact, T.O. for Toronto. Bye. Oh, Edmonton, thank you for your message and for partying so hard in the Cheetah, 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 oh. You know they love to party in the Cheetah, oh, in Edmonton. If I had heard, like, this is how we party in the cheetah as a kid, I would have been like, I don't know what that is, but I know it's filthy. <laughs> like, do you remember when Sir Mix-a-Lot would sing about his anaconda? I would sing that so loud in front of my parents. And, like, I think I knew it was scandalous, but I didn't know why. It's the same as, like, Spice Girls 2 Become One. Oh, my God. I remember, I remember so young. Not so literally young. not knowing what that meant, but like belting it no. out at dinner. Oh my god, absolutely belting it and like doing the dance. Oh, I put had on, no put idea. Put it on, put it on. I was like, put what on? Doesn't matter. It's a gym. Would you say that To Become One is one of the greatest Spice Girl songs? Yeah, it's up there for sure. It's up there. It's up there. Maybe not the, my remember top three, the fingers? But- it would be like they would have the two and then the one and yeah. like to become one. Uh oh, what a choreo. jam! Great, great choreo, <laughs> literal finger choreo. Oh my god! Well, I'm so glad we could help confirm for you that he is in fact singing. This is how we rock it in the T dot 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 T dot O. Sean Desmond has iconic lyrics. Can I just say that? We didn't get into this last week but because I didn't want to offend, but like he does have a lyric where he goes, cannot concentrate, feeling sweaty. Can't concentrate, feeling sweaty. <laughs> that always made me laugh so hard. Okay, a few more phone-a-friend updates that I've received from phonies frantically DMing me about stories I've talked about on this show and should be noted. So, Jason, I'd like to give some phony updates. Phony updates! Up first, previous object of my thirst, Jeremy Allen White, is now in a relationship. This happened just 
days after I declared my love for him on this podcast, he was photographed by a paparazzi kissing a hot young model slash actress. The photos devastated me, but now I'm happy for the paparazzi. They must have made at least 10 to 20K, you know, kissing. As we know, that's the moneymaker. Next, Kiki Palmer, creator of my I'm a Mother sweatshirt, is starring in Usher's latest music video. After her insecure boyfriend shamed her for looking sexy at an Usher concert, weeks later, she's looking even sexier in an Usher video. This, to me, is the ultimate revenge. This is better than making money off of Scandal merch. Although, I I am now ready to buy a dad hat that says, this mother's in an Usher video. (laughs) Can you get that for me for my next birthday? (laughs) Thank you. 100%. Also, need to update you on the Drake interview with TikToker Bobby Altoff that I broke down a few weeks ago. So this week, she pulled the video off of her YouTube and they unfollowed each other on Instagram. People want to know why they're feuding. And I want to know why people don't understand that Drake runs the internet and this is clearly like a little planned bit they're orchestrating just to get people all riled up Mm. and interested again. Would you agree? I didn't think about that, but yeah. Hashtag outrage addiction. You know? My final update. Jason, brace yourself. Okay. On August 15th at 1 p.m., I logged onto Airbnb and applied to stay at Gwyneth Paltrow's guest house. (laughs) What happens? It's like an application. Okay. Yes. So it's not like a regular Airbnb. I thought I had to get on there like concert tickets and get it first. No. So they opened it up at 1 p.m. It is going for $0. It is free. Not even a damn cleaning fee. It's like a contest. It's just like a promo. But you have to say, you have to fill out a thing that says, why do you want to stay at this guest house? Mm. So I was like, I need to pull at the heartstrings. So I, I took... I took about an hour, okay, too much time, composing a letter about how my husband and I are the parents of three children. We have no time together. We both work. We're exhausted. And this would be like a getaway to celebrate our anniversary. I really tried to tug at the heartstrings and then also not sound like a super fan creepy stalker. I was like, I appreciate Gwyneth as a working mom. She's an inspiration and the home is beautiful. I applied. I'm in. I love this. So Airbnb says they'll get back to me if I'm selected. Um, And I just need thoughts, prayers, fingers crossed from all the phonies. And if anybody else also applied, good luck to you. We're all in this together, okay? This is something that I'm doing for us as a collective team. So watch this space. That's a good update. I didn't know it was going to be like that. I know. Process. Do you know what I'm thinking now, Jason? And like, screw Evan and celebrating our anniversary. I should bring you. Yeah, take me. I want wine in the wine room. We, you would appreciate it more than Evan. Evan would be like, "Who is Gwyneth Paltrow and what is Goop?" Like he would just be confused. He'd yeah. be like, "Can I lay on the lounger?" And I'd be like, "That's a chaise long. <laughs> yeah. Stop talking. <laughs> Don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass me in front of Brad Falchuk." Uh, Okay, so here's what we're going to do. If I win, Jason will go in place of Evan and we will just, you will masquerade as my husband, Evan, just to experience the majesty. Deal? Deal. Deal. Live on this podcast. We've, it's a deal. And those are your phony updates. Phony updates. 
And that's our show. And we end every episode with a song. And now I don't know what we should end with because at first I thought we should go with like Dance the Night, mm-hmm. the song that Rio and Dre sang. You know, we could maybe, we could, maybe, maybe we can create a duet between Dua Lipa and Rio and Dre. Rob, our technical producer, he could make that happen. Yeah. But we could also go to become one. I want to hear the Dance the Night. You want the duet? Okay. Yeah. Cue Dance the Night. When my heart breaks, when my world changes, I don't need it. Huge thanks to Caesar Pena. Follow him at 247 Paps Official. He completely changed my perspective on that whole industry. And when those Ashley Olsen pictures come out, you know he's going to be eating well that night, okay? Thank you, as always, to you, phonies. I love hearing your reactions to every episode in my voicemail box. That number is in the description of this episode. Call me anytime. I love seeing you slide into my DMs. You're the reason that I love making this show. And thank you to you, Jason, my future fake husband. Thank you. You're welcome. I can't wait for that. And now... I do you know what I have to do now? I have to get my kids ready to go back to school because they start kindergarten next week. Yeah, bitch, I'm in kindergarten. You know how it is. Dropping racks on these kindergarten fools. The tears are welling up already. Next week is going to be unhinged, and we'll talk then. Bye. Bye. Sing it, Rio. I could dance, I could dance, I could dance. was created by our mommy, Jessie Crookson. The executive producers are Jessie Crookson and Jason Yanba. The technical producer is Rob Perra. The amazing theme song and sexy interludes are by Jay Melanowski from Badwin Sound Clash. Phone a Friend is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Credits are by us, Ray Gatika and Real Gatika. We're her kids. That's crazy, right? Wow, you're still listening? Okay, see you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.